Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big and Fruity, a podcast for people who like a glass of wine. Sit back, relax, pour out a glass of your favorite wine, and join our host, Mr. Dave AC, for the next hour, while we enjoy some nice wine. man who likes a good glass of red wine, your host, Mr. Dave A.C. And hello everyone, welcome to episode 15, would you believe, of the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. Yes, this is a wine podcast with myself, Dave A.C., as your host, and these are done every Tuesday at 5pm Eastern Standard Time, but where I'm based in the UK, that is 10pm in the evening, and I think I am pretty much relaxed, although it may not be due to my wine tonight, but more of that in a moment. Let me just remind people that although you may well be listening to this from iTunes, you may be listening to this from our Big and Fruity fan page on Facebook, indeed, from our, the WordPress blog, that's uh, bigandfruity.wordpress.com, all places where you can listen to this. Indeed, you may have considered actually coming on and joining me live in the chat. The show itself is run on a site called TalkShoe. Put TalkShoe into Google and you'll find it fairly quickly. Each show on TalkShoe has a name and it has a show ID number and there's a little button where you can put the call ID number in and go straight to the home page of this particular podcast and the ID for this show is double one double two seven two. Okay, what is this week's topic? What is this week's wine? What is this week's fact? And let's make a start. Well, this week's episode is low alcohol wines. But before we get to that, uh, I've got to uh, introduce you to the wine I'm drinking. Now, since this is an audio podcast with no video, I'm going to uh, now mention a link to where you can actually uh, see an image of the wine I'm drinking. And I'm going to put that uh, URL into chat so that people that come into the room can actually go and check it out now. And, of course, when you're listening to the recording later, so can you. And this is the URL. It's from my Big and Fruity TwitPic page. It's 
dot com forward slash and it's seven p g zero o u and those four little letters that I mentioned are all small case. So I will do that again. It's twitpick.com forward slash seven, then PG, then a zero, then OU. And the wine, and let me see how many people have viewed it already. 29 views already. Well, one of those is mine, so that's 28 views. And the wine is La Comida. I'll spell that just in case I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. That's L-A and then C-O-M-I-D-A. Comida, red wine. It's a produce of Spain. It hasn't got a uh, year. It's not a vintage wine. It is, in actual fact, a reasonably priced wine. But that's not the reason I bought it today. As the subject might give you a hint... Uh, low alcohol wines is the topic but before I mention the actual uh, alcohol level of this wine it has another couple of features that I would like to just mention first of all it's not a bottle I'm not drinking the wine from the bottle it is in one of these plastic uh, filmed cardboard boxes that are named Tetra Packs so that is T-E- T-R-A, and then P-A-K, Tetra Packs. Now, the advantage of Tetra Packs, of course, is that they are greener than using bottles. They also weigh an awful lot less than a bottle, and therefore the uh, carriage costs and so on are that much cheaper, and um, it is easily, easily recycled. Now, the other feature... And this is often the case when you buy a wine in a Tetra Pack, is that in actual fact, I'm going to contradict myself here, it isn't any lighter than a bottle of wine. But what it is, ew, what it is, is, <laughs> didn't get that right, did I? What it is, is actually one whole litre of wine in the Tetra Pack. So in other words, instead of buying a glass bottle with, uh, with 750 millilitres, three quarters of a litre in it, for a very similar price, that's assuming the quality of the wine inside the container is the same, for a very similar price, you get a quarter, 25% more wine, and you get a litre of wine. And of course, that extra wine probably brings the weight of this one litre Tetra Pack up to the weight of a glass bottle with three quarters in. I didn't mean to explain that so long, but since there's just me in the room, um, I'm uh, just going to uh, go with the flow as it is. Um, and let me explain why I chose this wine. Well, um, I went to the supermarket today and I went particularly as well as getting my shopping, to look for a few alcohol, low-alcohol wines to talk about the taste on this show. However, I was rather disappointed inasmuch that I do enjoy drinking red wines. Now, there were quite a number 
of lower alcohol white wines. Now, by lower alcohol, let me just uh, get that in context. Uh, the main wines that most people would drink would be normally between 12% and maybe 14, 14.5. If you're from America, where you have the big Cabernets, maybe 15 with the Zinfandels. And if you're in France, you may consider that uh, a wine of 11, 11.5 isn't low alcohol, but a standard uh, level of wine you would drink. So let's take the range from 11 to 15, with most people drinking between 12 and maybe 13.5%. So I could find rosés, I could find blushes at 7, 8 and 9%. I could find Pinot Grigios, some whites, at uh, 8, 9 and 10%. I could find some uh, sparkling rosés, Lambrusco, uh, Matis Rosé, all around the 9, 10 and 11%. But when it came to getting a red wine, which I preferred to stick to, uh, it was fairly difficult to find anything below 11%. So I've settled on this wine that I've uh, listed to you and given you the TwitPick page to. It's La Comida. It is indeed 11%. And the fact that it's in this Tetra Pak and I get one litre meant that I got a larger uh, serving of wine uh, for just around the £4 mark. Uh, it's not a vintage wine, as I said. So it's um, a modest, uh, virtually thinking it of a red table wine. And it's uh, poured out. So let me just take a moment to have a little sniff and a little taste. Well, there's quite a little bit of fruit on the nose, but it's um, quite a light. It's, it's just a simple promise of some fruit. Nothing, nothing outstanding. And it's rather pleasant, uncomplex, um, fruit-forward, light-bodied, soft, fruity wine. And indeed, it says on their box, beautiful, rich, fruity, with notes of ripe blackcurrant and raspberry, delicious with red meats and pasta dishes. Well, I think it would go rather well with pasta. Not beautifully rich. It's slightly... Um, not, how can I say it? It's not absolutely pounding with fruit flavour, but it is indeed got ripe blackcurrants and raspberry flavours. I've got a feeling, and let me have another taste. And it doesn't say this, and on the website I checked, it doesn't actually tell you what grape varietal it is. It actually is a blended wine. But I've got a feeling that in actual fact, even though it's uh, from Spain, I don't think it's a Tempranillo. I think it's more Merlot as perhaps making up 50 or 60% of the wine. And there are other uh, soft, fruity, grape varietals in there. But what it does achieve is a simple uh, table wine fit for most midweek modest meals. And to that end, 
I'm quite enjoying it. But here is going to be the rub. Low alcohol wines, why would you drink them? Well, of course, there are people that find that um, they're in a situation where, you know, they have to, uh, maybe maybe it's a working lunch on a Friday and they don't want to uh, get befuddled. They want just a light table wine. Maybe it is um, just a midweek uh, relaxing wine. Maybe you're drinking it in summer and it's basically a summer barbecue wine that you just want to chill out. You don't want to start falling asleep. You don't want something too heavy. It may well be that you have to be up early the next day. It may well be, and this will be something I will be talking about more next week, it may be something that um, you're trying to watch your uh, calorie intake and uh, you don't really want to drink a very full-bodied wine. So, to that end, you're going to be looking, as I say, for wines in the 7 to 10 uh, percentage rating. And as I said, of course, with red wines, that's rather difficult to do unless you go for what are called early harvest wines. And today I didn't particularly see many of those. The only red wines I actually saw excuse me, were those wines that were produced by Weight Watchers. Yes, these were particular wines where they were either low alcohol or indeed some were non-alcoholic wines. They'd had the alcohol extracted. But the main selling point of those was not the low alcohol, but the fact that they were suitable for people who were watching their weight and their calorie intake are indeed maybe women who were pregnant who enjoyed the taste of wine but didn't want to um, take on wine during the certainly the early part of their pregnancy so there are a number of reasons why people would choose uh, that wine they may have um, a very light head and not be able to uh, take on board a high alcohol content. Maybe indeed they're on some sort of medication that um, makes it perhaps unwise for them to mix more, much more than the minimum alcohol with their um, tablets. But I said there was a rub, and there is a rub. And that is, as I explained at the beginning, this particular wine, as I searched around, the only one I could find at 11%. I saw a couple of uh, French wines at 115 and 12%, but this was the only uh, non-rosé red wine on this particular day that I could find that was as low as 11%. And indeed, as I said, it's in a Tetra pack, and indeed it is in a one-litre box. Yes, I think you're ahead of me. Because it's low alcohol, I should be very tempted to possibly, certainly if this was a weekend evening, and it's not, it's a Tuesday, I would certainly be thinking, well, I can polish this whole bottle off during the course of the night. It's not low alcohol, it just means I can drink that little bit more. As it happens, I shall be made of sterner stuff, and I will probably make this one litre last me two evenings. 
But there you go. There is always that danger. And I'm just going to make one more point about this, and then we'll leave the main topic, and I will just go on to a little wine fact. And then if no one else comes into the room, we will close the show at the 20-25 minute mark. And that is uh, the other factor that... um, All right, I'm drinking low-alcohol wine here at home. I'm pouring my own measures out, and I know roughly that this... uh, In fact, the Tetra Pak, I know more than roughly. It says on the side of the box, um, units of alcohol per litre. Now, luckily, of course, this is a litre bottle, so it says 11 units. So I know if I drink half of this, that's five and a half units. If I was to drink the whole... Obviously, 11 units. It also usefully has uh, some information about the uh, UK, certainly in the UK, their health recommendation. And just to remind you, and I'm not preaching this by any means, for men, it says the daily intake, three to four units with 21 weekly. For women, two to three units with 14 weekly. Now, we've talked about this on earlier shows that um, the only thing is that they say, all right, three to four units, seven days in the week, that's 21. But they say that you should really try and abstain from alcohol one or two days of the week. So that obviously means that there will be people that will abstain a couple of weeks and then feel quite um, free to perhaps drink double that three to four units on a weekend evening. So the point is that this particular box would, for a woman then, actually stretch for three evenings. Although I doubt very much whether people would do that. The the, the rub, though, if you are out at a pub, is the size of glass that you order at the bar. We've said this before, or I've said this before, Uh, a couple going out or uh, uh, two pals going out or two girls on an evening out, uh, they may decide, right, we're not drinking a lot, we'll buy a round each. But of course, the measures of glass will make quite a difference. On this box, for instance, it gives you that a 125 milliliter glass is 1.4 units and a 175 milliliter glass is 1.9 units. But those are the old measures. Pubs did indeed usually give a standard glass as 125 and a 175 milliliter glass as large. But I'm afraid that's no longer the case. The standard glass in many bars is the 125 milliliter, which is almost two units. And many uh, bars the large glass of wine that you would order would be 250 millilitres, indeed one-third of a bottle, indeed one-quarter of this box. And that would be 2.8. And of course, with the stronger wine, nearer to three units in a single glass. Okay, well, that's the information. Do I drink low-alcohol wines? No, I don't. I tend to like wines with a little bit of alcoholic backbone and a little bit of uh, alcoholic heat to them. I don't particularly drink fortified wines that go to 15, 16, 17 percent. 
and not really keen on ports, or, although I do like an Amontillado sherry at Christmas time. But I find a, a wine for me, 13, 13.5, 14%, uh, with a good, strong uh, tannin structure, uh, with a lot of dark fruit, with maybe some vanilla and floral notes, is exactly the sort of wine that I usually enjoy. <clears throat> Excuse me one moment. <clears throat> Let me have a little sip. So to sum up then, by all means, exercise your choice. When you go, please, whether you choose low-alcohol wines or whether you just choose wines by the label, do take a point of looking at what the alcoholic strength is. And as I say, as a guide, under 12% may be considered lower. So that's 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Uh, 12 to uh, 14 and a half are the main uh, big reds, the big and fruities, the soft and fruities. And of course, it's the fortified wines and sherries and ports that go beyond that. And try them. You may find that uh, they are rather nice. Remember, I had quite a nice surprise uh, with my wine from uh, uh, last week when I was looking. Indeed, I was actually looking for um, a uh, Beaujolais Nouveau. Couldn't find it. And I ended up with a Beaujolais Villages wine, which I'm fairly certain was around 12%. So... Um, that is um, really uh, something that you can take on board when you're choosing your next wine. Okay, now I've done this sli slightly backwards about face because I'm just going to talk a little bit about my wine fact for today and then we'll mention what the topic is upcoming next week. And the wine fact this week is basically not a wine fact, it's just Another thing to check out on the internet, and that is the number of great little wine vlogs or podcasts. And I'm just going to mention one or two. First of all, the easiest thing to do is go to Google and put in uh, wine tasting videos or wine and video. And probably at the top of your list uh, will come the uh, well-known in the internet circles, Gary Van Der Chuck, who has his Wine Library TV. His episodes are now up to, gosh, his latest episode is episode 3,494, so nearly 3,500 episodes. They are excellently done, professionally done, uh, he is a wine merchant. He knows his stuff. Has a very upbeat and uh, in-your-face uh, way of uh, talking to camera. They are little um, information snippets that you can jump to along his um, timeline on the video. And the URL for that, and let me just put it in the room. You may, if you're listening to this, already know of this particular one, it's tv.winelibrary.com. That's Gary Vanderchuk. It's Wine Library TV, the URL, tv 
winelibrary.com. And um, there is, uh, you can search for that, so you can search for a particular grape varietal or a country, and it will bring up uh, the actual episodes uh, where he's talked about um, that. So uh, really, um, really um, a great reference video. Another one I'm going to take you to is actually on YouTube, and that is the Wine Spectator, the Wine Spectator video channel. And the URL for that is www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash wine spectator video. And that is all on uh, without a break, the wine spectator video. And there are uh, many, many uh, calls there that you can list. I'm not sure how many programs they've got there. But there are a vast number of videos about wine. I should also mention, of course, that on my wine blog that I do, and that is blip.tv forward slash Dave AC, I always finish with a wine on that, and that is a weekly V blog that I do. But I'm going to mention two more. Um, one, uh, first of all, is Cant Catavino. Now, the thing about Catavino is not all the videos are in English, but I will give you the URL as I, let me just um, put it in the room. Here we go. And the URL is Catavino, and let me spell it just in case I'm mispronouncing that. That's C-A-T-A-V-I-N-O, catavino.net forward slash Catavino dash videos, uh, and I'm just looking here. The one I've just been checking out most recently was um, an interview with uh, Robert uh, McIntosh, um, a wine blogger and consultant, and that is indeed in English. And many of them are, but um, you may come across some that are in Spanish. Um, so just be aware of that. And I'm just going to give you one more, and this is one that I actually only came across. Um, Oh, a day or two ago, and I'm just trying to, I'm sure I uh, bookmark that young lady's site. Let me just, uh, I seem to have just uh, lost that for the moment. I'm going to, there we are. Let me just go to that. Okay. Let me just... Uh, Oh, hang on a second. It's just gone to a video, so I'm just... That's better. And I will put the URL in the room again. Sorry about that. I was, um, I had to refresh the page, and of course it started playing an advert pre-rolling the show. And this is another... I mentioned my uh, Dave AC, uh, blip.tv forward slash Dave AC. This is <clears throat> blip.tv real wine show or one word so it's blip.tv forward slash real wine show and this is a, a young lady your the coast is um caitlin carr and she's not done many but I, i've checked out a couple of them and um, they are really nice simple introductory short videos 
for younger viewers maybe who are of a drinking age to look at them. Uh, got one on Cabernet Sauvignon here, got one on Merlot, uh, got one on Halloween special wine and candy. Uh, so nice little videos to check out. So there are absolutely tons. I mean, the people in the wine community have really taken to the internet and um, they are, if you go to Google, a fairly highly searched for category and you'll find lots of different links. Well, we're coming up to 28 minutes and I think that's quite enough of me talking. And indeed, I'm getting a little bit thirsty and I want to get back to having a few more sips of, although a non-vintage, a fairly simple uh, midweek wine. Uh, cost, by the way, was, um, I think it was just under £4 indeed. So that's, you know, $6.50 for one litre of uh, a perfectly serviceable wine. If you're going to have a spaghetti bolognese, this would uh, slurp down nicely with it indeed. Okay, so now it's advert time. Just to say that you can find uh, links to this uh, podcast on bigandfruity.wordpress.com or of course you can find us on iTunes just put Big and Fruity into iTunes and next week the 13th of December at the same time 5pm Eastern Standard Time 10pm in the UK we're going to be sort of moving and linking on to this um, low alcohol topic by talking about wine and calories yes I suppose I should have waited till after Christmas and done it when all people are considering all the weight they put on over Christmas and uh, considering diets. But I thought I'd do it now because um, the week after I will be probably talking about some suggested wines for your Christmas table. So uh, with that, this is Dave AC saying thank you for listening. Remember... While it's just me on the call, I'll keep these shows to half an hour. If you come and join me on live, tell me about your uh, likes and dislikes and drinking uh, uh, do's and don'ts, then we will run a longer show. But for now, until next week, bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.